This is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Myers. Welcome to the big show. This is the On Call Podcast. We are living high and mighty here in Florida with our uh, 15,000 plus COVID cases. We are trying to see how quickly we can bring Armageddon. And uh, we're killing it. If there's any, Yeah, you guys are doing great, man. You guys are totally winning. Yeah, if any state's going for the victory, it's, it's Florida. There's just so many... So many videos on Reddit of people walking into fast food restaurants, any restaurants, and just causing a scene because you got to wear a mask. Freedom. Don't take away my freedom. Yeah. If only people knew how much freedom they don't have. You got a social security number, don't you? They've been tracking you since the date you were fucking born. I'm like, man, they got freedom in other countries too, you know? Uh, Anyway, there's the COVID news. We had 15,000 cases. We had more cases yesterday than all of Europe. That's uh, impressive. You guys weren't even barely trying. Right. We didn't even have a massive event. As soon as Disney opened back up, it really, really jump-started us. <laughs> how, how about you up a, up a wee bit north? How, I don't even know how things are going up there. I haven't seen any riot videos or anything on Reddit or Twitter. Um, yeah, I think I, as far as I know, things have been pretty quiet, but you know, I haven't really been following, um, the news very much lately. I play, I let NPR fill me in, you know, once a day. That's about it. That's good. I found a, I did find a new podcast. It was a, it's, it's all about a story written by some girl. And I think she's with like Parcast or something and, and shit got me hooked. Sadly, it releases twice a week. So once I listened to the first like six episodes, I was like, well, now nah, I'm fucked. So I'm probably going to forget about it by the time the next episode comes out. And then I'm going to know the end of the story. Yeah. You'll be totally lost. No, you need a recap. It's about fairies, but a fake story written from a girl's perspective and it just gets picked up by him. So it's, it's totally done like a movie, but played in a podcast forum where, you know, it's a, a detective, well, investigative journalist who's following a case about a it's called the department and mm-hmm. she found this guy and they're discussing it and he worked for the department and fairies exist, but fairies aren't what we consider fairies. Fairies in another language actually equates to demons, which I think is like Greek. So fairies do exist on another plane and they come on this way. They're not fairies, they're demons and they're trying to take over and kill people. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know we call those uh, audio dramas. I think. Yeah. It's, it's a good storyteller. She's, She's really good. She's a terrible actress, but the guy that works for the department in that episode was pretty <laughs> on point. Oh, nice. But she's the one that wrote the story, so she's just not a good actress, but a great writer, so can't have everything. Oh, dang, yeah. And no, she should have just gotten someone to do it for her. I think it's just, I think it's just completely independent and then just distributed through Parcast. Oh, nice. She might have got them to pick it up. That's, I, that's a good way to make it if you're just trying to get your story out. And in other yeah, news, this guy, I got a fucking minivan. That's right. <laughs> I 
went full dad mode. And I'm Pure driving. dad. That's right. Chrysler Pacifica. And it is. Dude, they're pretty nice though, man. I, at least in my experience, I've seen them. They look pretty nice. Man, I'm rocking, I'm rocking leather and all seven seats. Nine speed automatic transmission. 28 miles to the gallon. Apple Play. Mm, CarPlay is where it's at, dude. Now that I have it, I don't have to worry about GPS on a, anything because I just plug my phone in and it just shows my home screen. Done. Oh, yeah. Do you uh, use Waze or uh, Google Maps? I'm a Google Maps user. Uh, okay, weird. Well, down here, there's not enough young people to assist with the development of Waze with the, oh, this road's not working, there's police traps, nothing. Old people don't use Waze. Oh, right. I did try to use Waze and it did not really go that well. I, how do they update? What do they um, use for their map? Well, you know, uh, Google bought them, right? So they have Google's maps, but uh, it's just supposed to be like more real-time feedback, I guess. Um, so a younger, a younger group would greatly benefit. Yeah, you, you know, the only thing traffic. I don't like is sometimes like it's like to avoid traffic, it'll send me like with 15 different turns. And I'm like, you know, I'd rather spend the extra two minutes driving and just go the route I know instead of trying to make like 12 turns. Where I live, they're building a shit ton of uh, gated communities. There's four in production now, and there's six. And they all have different entrances, but you can only access some of them if you live there. And it's Google Maps has not figured those out yet. So if they could really get their asses in gear, I'd be greatly appreciative. Are they like apartment communities or are they like neighborhoods? Suburbia. Okay. Houses all look the same. You piss in the morning. You can look at your neighbor in the shower. Very much <laughs> that reminds like that. me of the intro to Weeds. You know, just like that. A house is on the hill. I can't remember how it goes, but I just remember the word "ticky talkies" in there yeah. somewhere. Pretty people. That's ooh. That's my nightmare. I have uh, news. Oh, we can come back to that. This, but um, I got a big old slab of pork belly. Like not just like those ones that they sell at Publix, where it's like a tiny little piece. It's like the whole slab like this big so I can cut it up and do it like several different ways. So I'm excited. I'm going to try the, I'm going to do it, follow a Gordon Ramsay recipe and maybe uh, a Guga foods and maybe uh, how to barbecue right with Malcolm. Get three different ways on that thing. So a uh, Gordon Ramsay, I guess with a pork belly, would they be using some like red wine and shit for breaking it down? And, and <sighs> um, he does use uh I believe a white wine, but and it reduces. But yeah, he roasts it in the oven, um, and then when you when you do burnt ends, you smoke them. But I'm gonna try. Yeah, I guess you can get some. And then Guga does this really interesting one. That's like a Brazilian method for one of the times he does it, and he like cooks the pork belly, smokes it, and then at the end to make the skin crispy, he pours hot oil over the skin, and it just gets all crispy. Ooh, so he's literally just so like. Put, he's got like a pan of oil cooking and heated and ready to. And, and then he like pour, pours it over, ladles it over onto the skin and it makes the skin like immediately crispy. That's a sexy mic microphone you got there. I just noticed. Oh, thank you. Oh, did I not have this last time? Nope. You had the long, oh. the long dick. Uh, I have that one too. This one. Yeah. I guess got the Shure SM7B and a cloud lifter. I'm all set up. Mm. It sounds really good. You, yeah, this, you, my favorite thing is this boom arm, man. It's a frameworks. I don't know, but oh man, I love it. It's so thick and 
Is that drilled Juicy. in? Juicy. Nah, it's like, you know, where you tighten it like a C-clamp or whatever. It it's did come with one that you can drill in, but I might switch desks here in a minute because this desk is rather small. It's it's got it looks like it has a really girthy. It does. Oh shit! Yeah, that is not for the faint of wallet. Yeah, it's thick. I dig that for sure. It's yeah. on the uh, on the agenda for this episode. Oh couple of questions I'd heard and discussed with the wife. It's a, it's very lighthearted, a lot of fun little shit. Um, I did, I sent a little of it to you and then, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta pull from the world. Oh yeah. Growing Let's up. Let's see. I grew up in super suburbia. In Florida? Oh no. I grew up in asshole of Illinois. 4,500 people in my town when growing up, and it's up to like 7,000 now. I loved growing up in such a small town, except there is quite a bit of racism in my generation, which is odd. They're getting less accepting of other people just because there's there's just only blonde-haired, blue-eyed white kids growing up there. So if they're not mm -hmm. subjected to any other races, they're not very tolerant. But um, when we were growing up, there was always a sign of wealth. Like when you, when you grew up and you saw something like, oh my God, that family made it. Those guys must, they must be rolling in the dough. Who's got it? Who's made, who's got it made? And for me, it was an in-ground basketball hoop with the clear plexiglass. That was a sign of wealth for me. So growing up, when you saw something, what made you think those fuckers had money? Hmm. Um, I if guess you, it would probably be their kids driving really expensive cars. Okay. And Nicole, she grew up down here. Well, down here, back in the early 90s, it was super common to not have a garage. You had a car part, carport. So you just had like uh, four pillars and aluminum roof covering your car just to keep the sun from beating on the paint of the car. Sure. So in that poor neighborhood she grew up in, it was garages. If you had a garage that you could park your car in, you were made in the shade. Oof, yeah. Yeah, my parents were, I think, rich. But, you know, the thing is that we lived in a nice neighborhood, so we were actually the poor, poor compared to the other people in the neighborhood, but I guess rich compared to other people? I don't know. Middle class. Yeah, but I don't think, um, but you know, I'm way poorer than they were, but I feel like it was easier back then. Like my dad, you know, he had like a couple small businesses, but he didn't do anything like crazy to, you know, make a ton of money. Like, I feel like if I had his jobs now, I'd be making like the same amount of money. I hear you. I feel like money went further back then, basically. I mean, it did, especially when it came to college. I mean, my mom put herself through college working like a part-time job, you know? It is crazy how quickly certain political parties have just changed it. So, like, it's hard to even pay for books if you don't have a full-time job. Every book for yeah. my nursing degree was over $250. And you had to buy new because it came with a fucking code to access the online stuff of it. Well, it's 2020. 
you you need the online portion of it in order to even take the fucking class. Yeah, I remember getting those books and not even using them. So there's a there's a couple I never thought about, but I listened to some other people. For my uncle, he said a true sign of wealth was someone having an automatic transmission. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, I guess it's funnier when you listen to older people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and for my mom, it was central air conditioning. Because when she grew up, she grew up in up by the panhandle of Florida on a chicken farm where they were just the workers. They didn't own the farm they worked at. Mm-hmm. If they were lucky, they could have a window unit. Oh, nice. So, oh, yeah. Ooh, we, had the, <laughs> we had the vacuuming system where it was like, um, there was like little holes in the walls that you would plug your vacuum into. Like, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if you ever see anything like this. Would that be to try to suck the hot air out? Yeah, it would like literally suck the dirt up in like through the walls and go down into a unit in our garage storage closet. And then we also had one of those intercom systems where like it was like an intercom in the kitchen and you could like page any different room. And there was like we never freaking used that thing, but it's pretty cool. And you could turn the radio on through anywhere in the house. God, they were my parents are. Yeah, anyway, that, they that uh, wasn't baller, they did better actually. than I feel like I'm doing money wise. In the in the 70s and 80s in Florida here, <laughs> in all the bougie ass places in the 70s and 80s, they all have intercom systems and an AM FM radio that connects to the intercom. Yeah, I remember my dad house. playing music on Saturday morning early, and me just like getting up and turning the volume all the way down. <laughs> I imagine he didn't have the most up to date tunes for that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, parents are whatever. They listen to classic or whatever. Classic music. Classic. Oh, I was going to say, for me, another thing was uh, you had a housekeeper, like someone that would come clean your house. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we cleaned our own house, you know? You know, the, but the older I get, the more I realize that it can actually be had fairly inexpensively. Oh, yeah. It's not too bad, right? Yeah, 150 bucks a month. I mean, that's, well, that's a lot. Shoot. Actually, have someone come mow my my lawn now, because just because I feel like I'm not very good at taking care of lawnmowers. So, but yeah, he pays charges like forty bucks, and I think I, he comes like twice a month. So, I am not good with the lawnmowers either. I've never. They only the last oil. one season for me, and <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not changing the oil. but maybe I'm not buying a very expensive one. I'm getting like a hundred and thirty dollar one from right. Walmart. So maybe it's like you just have to rebuy it once a once a year. That's where I'm at. Don't bother seasonal. Don't. Oil changes? Nah. Air filter? No. Just if I'm going to pay a low enough amount, I can just replace the lawnmower because it's not meant to last. Uh, Some other things I'd read and I didn't realize was bougie was having cold pop in the refrigerator. I grew up like soda. Yeah. Yeah. The richest family I knew did not keep pop in the refrigerator. That was only meant for like milk and perishables. You got yours out of the pantry. You're drinking warm Pepsi, and if you want a pop to go flat quick, open up a warm Pepsi. You got six minutes, and this shit is flat. Yeah, my parents are, you know, my mom thought soda was bad for us, which I guess she was right, but so she, they didn't want to keep it in the house because I would have drank it a bunch. But my friend's house, they were super rich, and they had a out garage fridge full of soda. That was the other Midwest thing was, I guess apparently the more I read about it on Twitter, 
uh, garage fridges is not a, it's not a Midwest thing. It is just a thing for alcoholics and pops. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a, I know the beer takes all the space in the fridge, but yeah, no, we don't, uh, I don't have a garage, so I can't have a separate fridge here. Damn. I have a carport like, uh, oh, like Nicole. Nicole. Yeah. You poor thing. Well, it's not, it's not aluminum. It's like part of the house. And in fact, you see a lot of the houses around here with they like the house, part of the house looks different. It's cause they had a carport and they ended up turning it into another room. But I don't think I'll ever do that. I mean, this house is pretty big as it is or big enough for me. Big enough for you. Well, one day you're going to settle down and going to have a bunch of little lols. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like I've, uh, uh, dated girls that don't really want kids either, especially at my age, you're getting to the point where it's like, it's either time to start pumping them out or you just don't want to. Yeah. You're getting close to that age where you're going to be like creepy uncle Lowell's coming over. <laughs> creepy doesn't uncle. Doesn't have any kids or anything. <laughs> I'm not the creepy uncle. I'm the cool. Well, I'm not, not even that cool. I'm like, I'll, I'll be cool once they get to the age where I can have a comp, like a normal conversation with them where they're not like telling me to buy them a Fortnite battle pass or something. It's, it's hard to relate to kids when you don't have kids. Oh yeah. 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 And there's a reason I don't it's cause well, I don't want my life to revolve around someone else cause I'm selfish. You know what? Hey, you know what? If you know that about you, I think that's probably the healthiest way to be. If you don't realize, like if the worst part is to be incredibly selfish and think that you're not. Oh yeah. And then have kids and then you're just going to treat them like shit. Yeah. So. No, I'm, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'd be a good parent. I just, uh, you know, I, I also I want, I would want to have like a lot of income to justify the having kids, you know? You know, if you wait until you have enough money to have kids, you're never going to fucking have kids. Right. Well, I mean, that that's not true because I could just go and find a girl that makes a lot of money and that wants kids and I'd be fine. But um, that's probably not a good strategy, actually. Yeah, not usually. Rich, rich people are not. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have a lot of good experience with rich people. <laughs> so uh, hit, us, hit me up at the On Call Pod Twitter page. You know, at on call pod and let me know other signs of rich people for you. I don't want to keep thinking of my friends. Answers. He had a, uh, like, you know, uh, animals, his father had shot like in, in a room, you know, hanging on the walls and, and then a gun safe with like a bunch of guns. Oh, I don't, but, uh, you know, they actually guns. ended up losing all their money later on, you know, and my parents never lived extravagantly. They always had like just regular cars, like kind of crappy compared to, I guess, uh, some of the people that I went to school with, but you know, they saved their money and now they were able to retire and everything and be financially secure. So I guess the lesson is, uh, you know, be rich on the inside in your bank account, not on the outside. Yeah. You know, I wish school had taught me better about managing finances. I took accounting class and I took classes like that, but they, I, I was on, I knew how to write a fucking check, but I damn sure didn't understand how to get a, a Roth IRA or a, whether I'm going to have a 403B or a 401K. Like, really help me out here. Like, hey, 
Well, school should be all life lessons, right? And then you should go to a trade school. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's not though. It's all this like, well, do you really need to learn calculus? Maybe if you're going to be an engineering student, but um, we just need to get better at like filtering what people's talents are very young. And not everyone is going to have one, but I feel like if we could, we could probably test for that, some of that stuff. And then just like let high school be all about life skills. Here's how you do your taxes. Here's how you buy a house. Here's how you um, save for retirement. Ugh. I mean, no one... No one really disagrees with that, but overhauling the education system at this point, gosh. So it's too inconvenient to bother teaching the future generations how to do it. We should teach them to be smart with their money, I feel like. Absolutely. I'm sure a bunch of lobbyists will get in there and screw that up. No, we need to keep stimulating the economy. Don't let these kids get (laughs) Yeah, with payday loans. (laughs) Oh, I grew up with more payday loans than supermarkets where I'm from. Yeah. Checking the cash. God, the payday. Oh, man, that's the worst place you can ever be is getting a payday loan. I feel like I'd rather rob an old grandma than get a payday loan. I would rather deal with a loan shark. <laughs> Their interest rates are even better. I'd rather suck a guy's dick. Oh, shit. Can we say that? Not again. Um, <laughs> and speaking of the weird, odd things in society, I got a letter in the mail this afternoon from an injury lawyer. Nice. Because I got into like I got rear-ended at a stoplight like five months ago. Oh dang. So they're like Ouch. They sent me a blank sheet at how to and then another page on how to fill it out and talk about my injuries sustained from that. Like, you limey bastards. You were trying to get me to retain you. Yeah, but they really want you to have like a like a legit injury for that, you know? It makes their case a lot easier. Although, but I mean, even if you don't, they can get you a little bit. I, I know a girl who uh, is a lawyer for Walmart. And she works for a firm, but that's her client. So she defends them against, you know, people that... And it, lots of people do that stuff to them. Like they'll, this one lady like came in and slipped when it had been raining outside. And she was like trying to lie and say it hadn't been raining. Cause yeah, cause it's like, it's not as much their fault if it had been raining outside. But right. she was saying that, um, so if you, they're really good about cleaning up spills, but if somebody like goes in and spills something and they don't realize it as opposed to rain and you injure yourself, then you could probably do pretty good. But then you have to go up against her and that's not always as good. Cause she's, I guess a good lawyer maybe. I mean, a fraudulent protection has got to be one of the biggest things for major companies, right? So here's how you would, I was trying to figure out how you would actually scam it out, which I would never do, but you would have someone else go in and spill like some clear oil on an aisle. That's very hard to see. And then maybe like an hour, two hours later, you go in, slip and really just eat it, you know, like just smash your head on the ground then you have to go to like the wherever and report it at the store. But yeah, then I feel like you could you could make quite a bit of money. I, I have seen, like they've shown so many videos of wet floor, someone walking by, move the wet floor sign, let someone fall and like, oh, oh, that's what we do. <laughs> I can't, the people that are out after a quick buck, it probably takes more energy to try to, come up with a fraudulent way to steal money than it costs to just work and earn a fucking dime. 
Oh, God, that reminds me of that Key and Peele sketch where he's like, I got this plan. He's like, we'll go in there. We'll do our jobs. And then we'll retire. And he was like, motherfucker, <laughs> that's called a job. I don't know if you ever saw that reminds, one. Reminds me of that, like the hot pickle at McDonald's, the hot coffee. Yeah, and the hot, co- like a lot of that stuff got blown out of proportion because like the hot coffee, um, she didn't, she wasn't suing for like a crazy amount, right? But also it was like way too hot or something, right? What is the deal with that? I'm actually curious to see what the details are. I Wait, what's the hot pickle? I mean, that's what I call it too, but um, <laughs> I never burned anybody with it. So she bit into a double, uh, uh a regular cheeseburger and she, the pickle fell out of the bun and burned her chin and she sustained uh, first degree burns, which first degree is just a little red spot from, you know, a hot pickle. But there's, there's just so many crazy people out there to try to win money. You know, there's okay, check this out. Russia. I'm looking at the a hot coffee one. So she was, uh, first off, 79 years old. This is in 1992. She, and her, she had a Ford Probe. Oh, man. My brother had a Ford Probe for one of his first cars. Beautiful 94 <laughs> purple Ford Probe. Brown Probe. Um, so she put it, like, down between her lap to add cream and sugar, and she, she spilled it all over her pe- lap, and she was wearing cotton sweatpants, which I guess absorbed it and, like, held it against there. Third-degree burns on 6% of her skin, and then other burns over 16%, she had to get skin grafting, and she lost 20 pounds while she was in the hospital. (laughs) Wow, so, yeah, yeah, so permanent disfigurement, partially disabled for two years. So she only sought to settle for 20 grand. That, what the fuck? I hope she had some bomb-ass insurance, because I think one skin graft is like $85,000. So the McDonald's only offered 800. So $800? then after she didn't get, even after they, after they lowballed her, she got an attorney and then they offered to settle for 90,000 and McDonald's refused. So then Morgan offered to settle for 300,000. Uh, and then they suggested 225,000. So then they went to trial. Let's see. Uh, now I feel like an asshole because I'm literally mocking her as my first example. And she had skin grafts from a third degree burn from coffee. Oh, and it, and it never, it, it's, I guess it's like, they said it's a example of like frivolous litigation. Um, oh, because only the then, lawyers are going to get rich at that point. And so they yeah. still serve the coffee as hot or hotter at McDonald's and chains like Starbucks. Yeah, normally they, they get dismissed before that. She died in 2004. <laughs> and her daughter said, the burns in court proceedings had taken their toll. And after the, the years following the settlement, she had no quality of life. No result. Oh, the settlement had paid for a live-in nurse, I guess. I don't, I don't, I'm not seeing how much she got, but anyway, there's a documentary that HBO made called Hot Coffee. Anyway. Man. I should have really researched that before I threw some shit into the wall and see what stuck. Yeah. Yeah, frivolous lawsuits. That'd be a cool episode. So, onwards. Yep. We talked about the rich people signs. And you have your pork belly. That's a shitty switch off. But now I'm curious about your cooking because you talked about a couple of different ways. If you could only choose one method of cooking for the rest of your life, 
what would it be? Whether it's air frying, oven, stovetop, grill, deep fried, mm. microwave. I'm going to have to go with a grill. But, yeah, oven would probably be a close second because, I mean, that's just really convenient. And you could do, it's very versatile, you know? But, yeah, the, sorry. No, I'm with you. It is. And it's, I don't know how good a steak turns out in the oven is where it would really throw me off because I want to make sure that. Yeah, you could do it in the oven. You do the reverse sear method. If you have a thick steak, you know, you reverse sear it so that you get the inside cooked and the crust on the outside. So you would, um. You can only cook one way. There's a couple. Yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. But you could broil it at the end uh, to um, get the sear, or and then also you could put like a cast iron pan, heat it up really, really hot in the oven, and then um, uh, we could put it in there. In but there. yeah, the broil because you get the broil in there too. So you got the you can do low and slow and really high heat. Oven would really be up there. I guess I'm gonna have to go. I'm sadly gonna have to agree with you and go grill, especially because now that it. Now that I have a flat top grill, there's nothing I can't cook. The flat top's cast iron. Yeah, can you have multiple grills? Because man, then you can have a smoker, a pellet grill, a flat iron, a cat. I mean, a flat. What do you call it? A flat. Flat top. top. Yeah. So there. Yeah, it's got to be like one type of grill. So if you could only have one type of grill too, would it be a smoker style or a pellet grill? If I can only pick one, I'm probably going flat top just for square footage. But then you can I just use, yeah, okay, all right. Cooking breakfast on a grill is phenomenal. And not having to worry about cooking utensils, whether it's. Because you got all the space, right? For, you can put like yeah. crack a bunch of eggs like you're at a, uh, a type of restaurant. Hibachi. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, that'd be like cool. A, looking like I'm at a fucking Denny's working at a diner. I want the flat top just for the smash burgers. Well. I have to do those all the time. And let me tell you what, I'm sick of the, the oil burning my goddamn arms. Oh, yeah. But that's how the family wants them now. So I have to do it. You know what I did the other day? Hasselback potatoes. You ever oh, done those? It's the only way I do them. Really? Slice them nice and thin. Bake them for a minute. And so it opens up a little bit and butter the shit out of them a few times. How many times? Oh, did yeah. You, how many times did you butter those potatoes? Take them out to re-butter and season yeah, like I buttered them like three times. And then one time you were thinking, reminded me of the oil burning you, but I like knocked the butter up and it got all over my arm. Thankfully it wasn't too hot, but yeah. And then at the end you can even put like cheese in there and just oof, then get a, a dollop of some sour cream. You're good to go. I still have some yeah. leftover in the fridge. And they reheat well. Yeah. I like to kind of overcook mine to almost turn my chips, uh, turn them into chips. But wait, don't they so get mushy butter. or do you, do you get them crispy? I get them crispy. How do I you? Use a, a lot of butter. A lot. Of and heat, then you have to turn it up like really, really like hot for a long time to sort of dry them out. Because I was thinking, because before you get to that mushy, mushy phase, they're also like really they have a good texture to them. But once they get mushy, then you have to go past that to get them crispy. I'll throw them on the broiler for a few minutes mm-hmm. because I use a lot of fucking butter just because yeah, no. I use it and I scoop the butter, melted butter, back onto the potato, close it back up. Mm-hmm. I also use Longhorn seasoning and salt, and I salt and pepper the shit out of it. A couple different yeah, I was doses. Yeah, like butter oil mixed with salt, so that like the salt was infused in the uh, fat, liquid fat. I do love to cook. Now, Hasselbeck, I, I didn't realize that's a that's a really steakhouse way to cook them. 
Yeah, and I feel like, you know, if you're a guy and you're single or a girl and you're single and you cook, you know, the person you're dating is that you have over for the date is like pretty much obligated to have sex with you, you know, to pay you back for the delicious meal that you cook them. I'm a, yeah, I'm a good enough cook. Like this would be like $45. <laughs> like this is the top line menu at Texas Roadhouse. So you're yeah, have Texas to- Roadhouse. First off, I just want to say, I'm just joking about the obligated sex thing. But um, yeah, you... You're a Longhorn Steakhouse guy? Well, Texas Roadhouse is my favorite, but Longhorn, for steakhouses, it's really Texas Roadhouse. Longhorn is just closer. Roadhouse. You you got a Costco down there or like a, what do you have, like Sam's, Costco, what? Sam's Club. So I was just at Costco the other day and I got that pork belly and dude, the meat prices, like Publix, I know the meat prices are supposed to be like expensive now because of like the virus or whatever, but uh, they're stupid expensive at Publix for brisket. I don't know if you ever, you don't have a, a smoker, so you probably don't do brisket, but, um, the, at Costco, the brisket, I saw one, a prime brisket for $45, like point flat, everything, whole brisket. And then at Publix, they had, it was more expensive and it was just the flat and it was a lesser cut of meat. So Publix meat is just such a ripoff. If you can get your butt to Costco or Sam's club or whatever, at Costco, they got prime meat for the same or cheaper for a better cut than Publix or whatever grocery store is, Kroger, Harris Teeter, oh, yeah, Winn-Dixie. I'm a, I'm a Publix guy. I thought about buying a standing rib roast. Yeah, you know what else you can do? With, do you have a vacuum sealer? Damn right I have a vacuum sealer. So you can get these uh, Umai bags from, you can just order them online from Amazon or wherever. But yeah, so you vacuum seal that that rib roast or a cut of meat you can. And then yeah, from like from places from Costco, you can buy instead of like a strip steak or a ribeye, you can buy the whole loin. So it'd be like 10 steaks or something. And it's cheaper than buying obviously just a small amount, but then you put it in one of those buy bags, put it in your fridge on a wire rack and let it dry age for 30, 45 days. And then you take it out, you slice it up, you cut the like crust off and boom, dry age steak. No shit. I'm gonna have to look at these Umai bags. That sounds delicious. I've never done yeah. a dry or wet aged steak on my own. It scares well, the shit age, out of me. Well, wet aged, I mean, all you're doing is putting salt on it, leaving it in the fridge overnight. This is dry brine. Really? Well, I assume that's what a wet age is, unless they're talking about like brining. I thought it was. I thought it was kind of a brine, but it has to be like a certain temperature and humidity, and that's something. If I fuck it up, oh look, I'm gonna spend the night in the toilet or the hospital because I'm food poison myself because I was a rookie. I, uh, oh I yeah. Sued, wet I aging to, is you still put it in some sort of, you put it, you vacuum still, but not, not with, but maybe with liquid in it. And it, it has to happen like, I think right after it's slaughtered. So, but there's not as much weight loss. Like if you dry age, uh, like the, the, that bag, it just allows for osmosis. So like nothing can get in, but stuff can get out. So it, you do lose like a some percentage of weight in the meat just from the moisture going out, but it's more flavorful. I don't even, my palate is not refined enough to appreciate aged steaks. I don't think. Well, if you weren't, if you weren't vaping, then your palate would be just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Have you watched that uh, upload uh, show nope. on Amazon prime? No, it's like, from the creator, or one of the creators of The Office, Greg Daniels, or maybe he was the executive producer, I can't remember. But uh, the guy like uh, dies and it's like in the future a little bit. So 
you get uploaded to like the cloud when you die and it's like a it's like a retirement home type of thing but um it's all virtual but anyway <laughs> the girl who's like his uh administrator basically her dad's dying of vape lung i just thought that was really funny it's like uh, something that people die of in the future it's got the vape lung what did you say that was prime video uh yeah it's a tv show that's on amazon prime it's pretty good i uh I just watched a, a movie on Hulu yesterday called Palm Springs, and it was not at all what I thought it would be. It yeah, it, doesn't, it just sounds like a softcore porn, maybe, or about like a doctor who bangs some rich girls. Nothing like that. Or a that. fake doctor. Yeah, it was, it, it, nope, it has to do with time manipulation. Oh, cool. Uh, it's, it's very much a Groundhog Day scenario. Ooh, cool. I like that. It's Andy Samberg. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still like Andy. I like Andy Samberg. Big fan. And him and a girl. Nice. He has been caught in this time loop, but you don't know how long. And then he meets a girl at a wedding. Is it serious or a comedy? It's a comedy. There's Ooh, some dark moments, watch though. There's love- some pretty dark moments. Okay. I'm checking it out. I might watch that. Let's see, if you're caught in a Groundhog Day scenario, you can't kill yourself. You just wake up again the next day. I want to recommend another movie about time travel that I believe is on Netflix. Frequently Asked Questions About Time Travel. I don't know if you ever watched it, but that's also a good one. I'm interested. It's got Chris Dowd, the dude from IT Crowd. Chris Dowd, Chris Dowd. Is that Mr. Big from Sex and the City? I don't think so. No, he's a, he's a, he's in, I think he's, you know, you ever see that like bridesmaids movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's like the, the cop yep. that Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Okay. That guy. Is it Dowd though? Let me just check. So people don't flip. I, I don't know why that, when I hear that name, I think of Mr. Big from Sex and the City. Not that yeah, I've who ever is watched Mr. Big from Sex and the City? Mr. Big. Oh, Let's see, Some handsome dude. Frying. Oh, Plus, I know you're talking. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. It's Dowd too, isn't it? What's his last name? Noth. Chris Noth. God bless it. Same amount of letters. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ooh, when is uh, Christopher Nolan's movie coming out? Ten- Tenet? 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 I don't know how you say it. Tenet. Is there yeah, enough it looks like, it looks like uh, it? Inception 2, doesn't it? I know he wouldn't release it to rent on DVD. Like, oh, because he wants he, you to see it in the big screen? That's right. Theaters are nothing. Well. That's, that's the balls on that guy. Man, just charge $20. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was going to rent um, The King of Staten Island for $22 because I just want to see it because I'm a big fan of Bill Burr. And he's oh, Pete Davidson. Oh, is stand-up? Yeah, Bill Burr's hilarious. Yeah, he's, uh, he's Pete Davidson's dad in that movie. I watched a... Uh, like a video on Reddit that he narrated like just the other day was um, this like wrestling video where the, the uh, well, like one of the guys is not like selling the moves and he's like actually hitting the other guy. So the, 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 the guy ends up, the other guy ends up getting just really mad, just like beating the living crap out of him. The dude's like unconscious at the end. Speaking of wrestling, I, uh, I have been buying old, Wrestlers that I grew up with playing with when I was a kid. So my future son can play with the same toys that I did. 
and I know it's as retarded and Nicole has laughed at me, but at the same time appreciates that I'm that excited for him. Oh, they're old wrestlers from like 1993, 1994. It's like old Hulk Hogan stuff. Did you say that you were into Ric Flair or no? I mean, everyone likes the nature boy though. I was going to have him, uh, I'll have him, uh, give you a call Don't you? and congratulate you when you have a kid. Don't you dare. He's a he's a nice guy actually. We I think we were talking about having a podcast for him, but uh, I don't know what happened with that or why not. That would be pretty bar be pretty hel- badass. Be hilarious. Honestly. I would listen to Ric Flair just talk about. <laughs> ooh, so like, ooh, it's nice. It's literally like these old That's wrestling, super firm. Like there there are no choking hazards presented. <laughs> Back in my day, kids choked and it didn't bother them at all. I'm a, I'm a big fan. So I have a, a Vader sting Hulk Hogan. And when I, when I, try, gonna, when I get home, I'm, I, I kind of have the, the roost to myself for a little bit. So I decided to watch some old wrestling stuff that I watched when I was a kid that oh, wow. most people for, just immediately, most guys immediately just masturbate when they get the house to themselves. Right. Well, I mean, you can't do it every day. Then it's, <laughs> you can't, <loser>. all right. <laughs> yeah. Because getting, if you, I heard that's the thing, you know, if you accustom uh, yourself to like a really tight grip, then, uh, you know, your lady does not feel as nice to you. Yeah. It feels like a sloppy jalopy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've been watching a lot of the old, the old wrestling. Cause I haven't watched wrestling in like fucking 10 years, but the stuff that I grew up on, I still love. I would, I would never watch anything new. You know, I was never into it, but I would, I wish there was some way that I could get the same feeling that someone gets from something they're really into, like downloaded to me, you know? About anything or just wrestling? Well, about anything, but definitely wrestling because, you know, people are just like super into it. Like NASCAR too. I don't understand it at all, but I know that in a certain world, I would be into it. So the wrestling thing is 100% nostalgic. So it's not the true passion now for me. But watching the stuff then takes me back to then and how much I loved it and what was going on in my life. So like my parents were all for like my dad taking me to wrestling events, which I went with best friends and same as like going to a concert. Like you'll always have an affinity for a band that you saw live and if it was a good concert. So like forever, I'm a big fan of Foreigner because I watched him live when I was eight. That's how I am about wrestling. I grew up watching it with my best friend when my parents got divorced. So like it was a super happy thing to go through watching Monday night nitro with my best friend, Brandon every Monday. No, I totally totally get that. Yeah. And then we'd wrestle on the trampoline and try to emulate those moves. And I mean, we did some, we did some stuff that I can't believe someone didn't end up paralyzed. I know. Same here. We, yeah. On with trampolines are, are, Death traps, man. I don't know how we didn't break break bones and limbs and necks. Yeah, the amount of times we got lucky and somehow landed flat on the ground. Yeah, it knocked your breath bounce. out of you, and you thought you were dying, but you'd be uh, all right in like five uh, minutes. And you have to like calm them down, like, "Oh my god, don't stop, stop. It's okay. Let me hear. I'll do my funny dance, so you don't get mad and tell tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Please, please. <laughs> hit me back. Hit me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Oh. Other nostalgia, you know, I totally understand that because I'm nostalgia for uh, the early days of Overwatch, but now we have even like higher production and more matches, but it's it's just not the same, you know. Especially when it's new, 
You know, when you're first like experiencing what's good about something and you get the the nostalgia for those days. Yeah, you're just you're you're a part of something that you can feel. And it's mm, in your you can bones. Feel it in your bones. Yeah, you like you know, I'm a part of something special before everyone else ruins it. Oh, that was me for I think twenty one pilots. Oh, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> no, it's not ruined. I'm just kidding. But they, they do, uh, you have to say random that I just want to say is that their music videos suck and I don't understand it. They have like millions of dollars to make awesome music videos, but you know who does have awesome music videos is run the jewel, man. Their music videos are amazing. Yeah. Music videos are still a thing. I didn't know they made a lot of music videos. Who run the jewel or uh, 21 like pilots music. What? Like any, like music, like, yeah, Bands. dude, they still get like millions and millions of downloads on YouTube. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess, for sure. I guess it's not much worse. I'm watching podcasts live on YouTube. <laughs> watching pod. I know that always blows my mind. I'm like, it's not even a podcast anymore. It's a. It's literally a talk show. YouTube show. Yeah, right. Because like I watched the Pat McAfee show because like he does uh, it was like it's the 10 to 12. And then from like one to two, he was doing another show for sports like. I'm literally just watching a live talk show where they're debating and shit. It's just not on ESPN. And I don't know why it's called a podcast because you know what that got started with because the iPod, but right. it already existed before then. So let's call it on demand audio. What do you say? I'm hoping we can get it to catch on. <laughs> it's kind of a freight train right now. <laughs> We're called a uh, droid cast if you're on the, oh wait, no. Yeah. Android. That's the operating system for error. I'm all for on-demand audio. Let's see. We, I didn't watch Never Been Kissed. I've Obviously, seen it before. I've seen it umpteen times. But I want to give you a good, bright synopsis and then discuss more of the other parts. Yeah, I can talk about movie. stuff that I really like about it. Or the things that, looking back, I'm quite... Uh, that, that, that movie, I don't know if it could come out today. Where are you getting your plot from? Like your from plot summary. The, I was thinking oh, we could no, go back and forth. I, I watched the movie and then... Oh, you're just going to free ball it. Yeah. So I was... I watched the movie last time, like six months ago, eight months ago. It was on TV. And I was kind of offended. <laughs> Only because of that fucking teacher. I realize he's a good looking dude. But he liked Josie Grossi as a high schooler. And then was he almost behaved like he was grossed out of the fact that she was a fucking adult the same age he was. Oh. There, sorry, that reminds me of Hugh Jackman. Did you see that video on Reddit? Whatever. But yeah, no, he was a PE teacher before he became a famous actor anyway. Oh, Raleigh. Speak well, now that you talked about it. You talking about when Hugh Jackman got interviewed on TV and he recognized the interviewer? Yeah, and he was like, "Ah, uh, Roland." I was like, "Yeah, Roly, you, you didn't do your exercises." Roland, yeah. <laughs> that is one of my favorite videos of all time. She got he's Hugh Jackman. The charisma coming out of that guy is just incredible. But yeah, somebody posted on Reddit that he was like some sort of evangelical Christian, but he's just like a really good good person. And I was like, ah. See, yeah. there's, some, there's some good ones. I don't think he's, I don't think it has anything to do with the religion. I think, I think it has to do with the fact that he came from being a PE teacher in Australia and he made it big and he's just a fucking nice guy. Yeah, that's awesome. He's so goddamn sweet. He, him and Keanu are like, I feel like they're going to be 
Yeah. St. Peter, Keanu. There he is. Hugh Jackman. Oh God. Yeah. hundred percent. I would, I'd rather pray to the patron saint of, um, karate movies than, uh, or Wolverine than, um, whatever they currently are. Yeah. Hugh Jackman is in his like fifties and he's huge jacked man. He's fucking gorgeous. So as I totally derailed it, once you, once you talked about Hugh Jackman in the Raleigh interview, what do you think initial impressions? What do you think of never been kissed? I guess not. I love it. I think never been kissed was great. And we, you know, rom-coms in the nineties or what year was this? Let's see. 1999, so yeah, late 90s. They're, they're just a cut above what we have now, I think. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot currently, so I'm going to be the old man here. But yeah, no, I love it. I love David Arquette in it. I love the cool kids that she's friends with. Drew Barrymore is great for it. I just thought it was a really fun, enjoyable movie. I do love it. I'm not, I know I was offended at the teacher thing, but that's just more of the approach of the weird teacher-student relationship given future years. So like, it's a very much a hindsight thing. Well, he wasn't grooming her or anything, right? No, 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 no. But he acted like he wasn't who she was. And it seemed based purely on age. So it's like, I wonder if I could pass for a high school student. You wouldn't be far off. Especially you got a, if you got a hat on backwards, it just immediately changes. Cause as we age, our hair doesn't just, there you go. You hop on a What's skateboard. Up, yeah, put on some Jinko jeans and just start rolling. What's your TikTok? <laughs> some Jinko jeans. I actually, I had Lee Pipes. Uh, I don't oh, know okay. if that was like a crappier brand or what the deal is. I loved Jinko jeans. My cousin had a oh, pair man. that were 64 inches each leg. Yeah, I had some huge ones and I was, I wore these to a Christian school that I first went to and they're all like, you know, preppies. And they made fun of me, and uh, it took me years to get over it. But um, <laughs> this girl called them my party pants because they're so big you could have a party in them. Did you go to a Christian school? Um, I was homeschooled. I went to elementary school till fourth grade. The fourth through seventh, I was homeschooled. And then I went into Christian school at eighth grade. And of course, you know, fourth through seventh grade are crucial development years, and I was homeschooled at them. So I was like a nerd coming in at, uh, with terrible social skills. And so eighth grade, Christian school, ninth grade, I was a little bit cooler, Christian school, 10th grade, I was in Christian school. And then yeah, 11th and 12th, I went to public school. I like forced my parents to send me and I loved it. It was like the wild west compared to this. I was always terrible with uh, like very, very strict rules, you know, that I felt were unnecessary. I guess, you know, it's a symptom of ADHD, I guess, impulsivity. But um, so yeah, once I got to public school, I did a lot better. I think rules without justification automatically make you more ready to break them. I mean, yeah. Like why, why do I have to wear a belt? You know, is it really that important? You know, I got to write up, like they would make you, one of the things they would punish you with in my ninth grade Christian school was there was like a five paragraph essay and you'd have that like, was like all the rules and you had to like copy it freehand. And I did that like God uh, twice a week at least. Yeah. You could have a, sh- a collared shirt with a stripe on it. Like, oh. like that. Yeah. That closed my attitude. Well, why do you do it? Because we've always done it. That's what we do. I don't, <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Um, I had a girl in my school that was homeschooled. So she was homeschooled from like second to sixth. Came to us in seventh. No, so second through seventh. She came to us in eighth grade and she was there for one week. And she went back to homeschool. <laughs> she was gone. 
crucial de- social development years, man. And, you know, they do have programs and, you know, nowadays I'm sure it's not as hard for a homeschool kid to get that social interaction with people. But for me, um, you know, you see a lot of the kids and, you know, you see what's socially acceptable and what's not. So I don't know. But uh, never been kissed. Uh, so I brought mine. The, I, I loaded up because I have this fancy iPad Pro. Not that Apple needs my my love, but I sent you the notes from the iPad Pro. I took oh, notes okay. with it. I edited the last episode with On assistance email of you the sent iPad it? Pro. No, when I sent you the show notes, when I sent you the screenshot before. You said my nice cursive handwriting. Wait, you... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah you do. Pro. You have cursive, nice cursive handwriting from the iPad. I was like, wow, that Apple pencil might be pretty good. It's that fucking pencil. Yeah, it's not me at all. <laughs> so, I don't know anybody who writes cursive anymore. Oh, it's it's the uh, healthcare professional in you. Yeah, that and keeping military time. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I still have to think about it. I'm like, I it's 12 o'clock. Because so 1,200 hours is noon, right? Yep, 1,200. Okay. And like the Navy, because... They said there's a justification between using a ship and bearing. So when you're using uh, numbers for bearing, you're, use, you're using zeros. So there's no 0800. It is 0800 because if you're mixing letters and numbers together, you're going to get someone killed, they said. So yeah, there is no 0800. God, my dog keeps farting. I'm sorry. Zero. I was recording earlier today and she was doing the same thing. She's got her butt pointed towards me. So I did load up a another synopsis of... Okay, Never let's kissed. hear it. I used Never L. been kissed. So L is just a pretty much not not much above a beat reporter. Uh, Josie. Josie's a pretty much a beat reporter. Joseph, Josie Geller. Josie Geller. The, uh, the preparation, you know, she tells her brother about the assignment and she wants to go back to high school and he's like, do you remember what they called you? Josie Grossie. That bro, that she's all bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Love that song. No copyright. I still strikes. listen to that song. I'm a no, big no, fan don't play of that song. It. No copyright. Let's go. And then uh, she decides to man up, and she's going to take the assignment regardless. Sadly, she because she wasn't cool then, she's probably not that cool now, and she shows up looking like she let out a fart. Her fluffy pink shit that she has on her boa, her pink boa. She is not looking cool. Uh, Guy Perkins, though. He's handsome, right? Guy Perkins. Is that, oh, is that the, is that Billy? Yeah, that's whatever the, whoever the hot guy is. Yeah, that's uh, Billy. The guy who, who walks in looking like the he was in a just walked off the Romeo and Juliet stage. With yeah, his white collar, puffy shirt, and his uh, his leather necklace. That's the guy. Because never yeah, the guy other Perkins. the other the cool teacher was um oh what's his name Sam Coulson, cool teacher, and inspires Josie to think more and deeper. Mm. It's a Shakespeare's. You know what? I had some creepy teachers in my school that would set up some private study sessions. I don't know if anything ever, nothing to my knowledge ever happened, but there were some teachers that were flirting with girls. 
You know, if you're 35 years old and you're flirting with a 17 year old girl, you're just a fucking creep. Hey man, age is just a number. That's right. Unless you're a minor, in which case it's just rape. <laughs> that we call that statutory. So, uh, okay. So she, then what happens? She joins the math nerds like in, um, what's that? Mathletes. We talked about another one, didn't we? The, oh yeah. With the Lindsay Lohan, she joined the math club. Right. That's right. That's right. Oh yeah. And this was, that's another SNL type like movie. Cause Molly Shannon's in this one too, isn't yep, she? Not? Yeah, she is. Yeah. The weird teacher, isn't she? she I know she's not yeah. doing her smell in her armpits, but she's fucking weird in this movie too. She's like the arts teacher. <laughs> This movie's when I no 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 in this movie she's one of the she's one of her coworkers oh and then she gets she gets it on with John C Riley yeah John yeah. C Riley and he plays a serious character yeah I love John C Riley me too yeah oh, he's, he's great. the asshole boss that's right no well, he's like a, yeah that's right yeah okay he's very matter of fact I guess I had a, I developed a crush on Lily Sobieski from this movie and then she was Lee in like a horror Sobiet. movie I'm gonna look this up Lee L E E L E E she was in a, like a horror movie. Okay, I'm looking at her right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I could, I admit, I got mind to that. Sure. Oh, man. She's, uh, what's it called? Uh, endowed here. Yes. In the, um, breasticles. Bre- breast area. Yes. Yes. She's, uh, yeah, she's got the like, yeah, she looks like a super, like a, she plays that. Yeah, she could be a nerd or a supermodel type, type part. And then uh, a couple weeks into the assignment, she talks to John Z. Riley, and he fucking cusses at her and yells at her for not being in the cool kids. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're not cool, you know how hard it is to be 30 and not be cool? Then she develops her relationship with the teacher, and they go to the fucking fair, and they're riding on the Ferris wheel, which is another thing. I thought it was weird. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing, teacher? Don't be sharing these intimate moments with the supposed teenager. I have a quick aside. Let's say uh-huh. that you were in her shoes and you went back to high school, let's say for a story or for whatever purposes, what would you do to get into in with the cool kids? My benefit was that I was in sports. So at least I got a jumper. Well, let's say you're like, like you are now you're, you're out of shape, you know, I'm out of shape. Uh, well, nowadays I would, Post people a TikTok like video or something really to do like, with Snapchat. No, yeah, people like alternate lifestyles now. So I would probably, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to fraudulently do gay, but I would probably focus on the arts and exuberance. And like where, where I live now, the, I, the art department is a big money maker. So if you can get yourself in a play, bam, you're in. Okay. Well, this is, this is just a, you sound like a one strapper, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a two strapper. You know what I'm talking about from, um, what's that movie? I'm not cool. Uh, I don't even know what a two-strapper is. 21 Jump Street. You know, where oh. you hold, where you have, the, did you, were you a two-strapper oh. or a one-strapper? I was a one-strapper then. Okay, okay. Yeah, now it's a, it's a two-strap thing, I think. That's right. I'm all about the environment. I'm here to save the world. So, yeah. So the, okay. So they go on the Ferris wheel. Just once it gets to the point where Rob gets into it, then you can let me carry it. Actually, that's now because, uh, after the fair, it was the um, David Arquette starts talking about how he used to date her. And then Rob okay. is at the, in the bleachers, like after that. Okay, so right. So Rob is uh, peaked in high school. 
And now he's a loser who works at like a photo place, right? Yeah, I can't like remember. A, like a, uh, the place people used to go, like the like FedEx shit, the FedEx for pictures. Right. So he pitches her on, I'll go in there and I'll act like I'm your girlfriend to make you cool. Classic. Uh, what's, what's that original one with the, uh, I can't remember. Uh, Patrick Dempsey. Um, can't buy me love. Can't buy me love with this anyway. Porsche. So the, a lot of these tropes, but this, this is really well executed. Anyway, so she's like, Rob, you can't just go into high school and be cool in one day. And then it cuts to the next scene where he's like, right, he's doing the coleslaw thing where he's like eating all the coleslaw from the container and everyone's cheering for him. And he beats that other like jock looking dude. Um, and then he's like instantly one of the cool kids. And I love that uh, juxtaposition right there. It's hilarious. But yeah, David Arquette, he's, uh, he's great in that movie. I wish him and Monica would have worked it out. Right, that's a Friends reference. I never really watched that shit very much. Well, get with it, man. It's on HBO Max. Catch up oh, wait, on no, it. no, no. They were, uh, David Arquette, and they were married. In real life, yeah, and for a long time. Yeah, in real life, right. Okay, yeah, because her they name is together. something like Arquette. It looks like it has a really good soundtrack. Well, it's got Kiss, well, most Never never You Mind by Semisonic. I feel like most of the late 90s rom-coms really focused on a lot of good alternate alternate rock bands. Yeah, well, they got the Beach Boys. They got John Lennon and Yoko, which wasn't that called That's the Plastic good. Ono Band? Um, the Cardigans, Remy Zero, Jimmy Eat World, and Semisonic. Which Beach Boys song do they play? It is Don't Worry Baby. I mean, it's a great song. That's probably my favorite band of all time. They've got like 25 Wait. songs I know almost all the lyrics do. Wait, this is, oh, Jeremy Jordan. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, I was going to say Jeremy Jordan is sings a song on the soundtrack, but also one of that that cool guy actor's name is Jeremy Jordan, but they're not the same person. Well, isn't that ironic? Interesting. Yeah. Don't it's you like, think? It's like uh, rain all right. on your wedding. So day. what happens next? Well, see, after the, after all that, Josie has to be named prom queen naturally. Somehow. Of course. Such a yeah, like in everyone She's a fucking loser at a school for two weeks, but let's make a prom queen. But it wouldn't be a rom-com without her being on there. I really feel like I have a negative tone about this movie considering how much I actually enjoy it. And if it's on TBS, I'll Well, there's it. tropes, but it's it's funny. It's well executed. They do, What's so. the one where the where they the kids live next door to each other and at the end their parents hook up and like they hook up? Do you know what I'm talking about? Not <sighs> I bet I would know it as soon as you started saying mm, smash. All right. Yeah, I'm going to look at it. As up. soon as you talk about people living next door, I think of the girl next door with uh, um, Alicia Cuthbert. That got me. That was spank bait movie for a long time. <laughs> I loved her because, and then I loved her in Girl Next Door. And then when she went into the ranch with Ashton Kutcher and Scientologist Danny Masterson. <laughs> so Josie naturally wins the um, prom queen. But she has to tell everyone the jig is up. And she's actually 25 years old, which not a, not 25. She has giant bags under her eyes like I do. I'm not 25. Neither is <laughs> she. Mr. Colson, oh, cool teach, not too happy. He's freaked out. Because he likes minors. He doesn't he didn't want Josie for a while. He wants 17. But 
he comes to his senses. She wrote the article, which is a great synopsis of who she is and how everything went about. And he reads it, and he realizes he loves Josie for her old 25-year-old that she is. Right. And then... (laughs) She's so old. Right, right. And then he... um, What's the song? Oh yeah, he runs out on the field. She writes. She she goes out there and makes a fool of herself, right, on the baseball diamond. I mean, she doesn't make herself a fool. Like uh, she just puts herself out there. Yeah. Oh, and and all her coworkers are like, oh, I remember we skipped the scene where there she accidentally eats the uh, weed cake. Yeah, I was given brief synopsis. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah, and then when he runs out onto the field. Oh wait. Never mind, that's the wrong one. Fuck, I was going to play it. Anyway. God bless it, lol. Oh, here's the movie clip. And Oh, there's a countdown with a timer, and the denominators are there. Yeah. Oh. And then he starts running down. All right, I thought they played that kiss me song or never been kissed song but it's uh it's actually that's the beach boy song so speaking of you know attempting to play music if you ever want to play a song by a monster cat which is like a the whole giant uh various artists thing i dig that that's a great sound i bought licensing for monster cat what is a monster cat monster cat is a group of artists so like do you have spotify yeah. So if you go to Spotify and you type Monster Cat or just go to like their Monster Cat website, you can, you know, use their music. Oh, okay. Cool. It's oh, oh that, that movie I was thinking of, Drive Me Crazy with, um, oh, Sabrina. Adrian. Yeah, with, uh, yeah, what's her name? Melissa Joan Hart, Hart and Adrian Grenier. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, Adrian Grenier, where that they, they, they uh, remake him and stuff to make him like one of the cool preppy kids. That's a good one too. I like that one. Whenever I think of remaking the the kids, I just think of um, the money don't it don't mean a thing or whatever with uh, Nick Cannon. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, it's a remake of Can't Buy Me Love. Christina Milian, ah. and Nick Cannon. It's the black version. Oh, I think they make a joke about that community. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Screenplay by Rob Thomas. This can't be the Rob Thomas. No, it's not. It's a different Rob Thomas. Different Rob Thomas? Yeah, it's a different Rob Rob Thomas. Big fan of Monster Cat. A couple of my favorite songs ever. When I uh, paid paid the guy to make the song for Jax... That was one, they used one of the songs that I wanted for inspiration. Nice. Yeah, I never, I didn't listen to that episode. Uh, should I? Well, I mean, if you want to go to sleep. Uh, okay, cool. It's a bedtime story. So oh, okay, gotcha. People who've listened, I sent it to a couple of friends here. It turns out, you know, when they say pregnancies in the water, it turns out there's three other friends. And close acquaintance, not quite friends, that are also having babies in November. 
So I recorded the bedtime story, bedtime story for Jack's number one on Beauty and the Beast, which Nicole still doesn't know about because, like I said in the intro to the story, sorry, Jax, your mom's probably not going to listen to this. <laughs> and I'm going to record a couple others. I want, uh, I'm going to tell probably a couple of uh, like Brothers Grimm's stories because it's fun and dark. And it's, uh, that one was Beauty and the Beast and the story of that and how he tricked her into falling in love. And then at the end, it's not a trick. He just couldn't tell that he couldn't tell that he was put under a spell. Mm-hmm. So if you want to help yourself sleep, I will be reading stories called Bedtime Stories for Jacks and post them on the page. Very nice. I'm a thoughtful Sounds dad good. before the kid's born. <laughs> yeah, you are. Cruising in your minivan, picking up chicks. That's right. I'm excited to pick up my daughter on Friday in the minivan to see how she likes it. She has no idea. (laughs) So spacious, yeah. Did you get rid of a car to get that or what? Yeah, my lease was up on my truck. And I was over so many miles on the lease. Mm -hmm. I was 40,000 miles over on the lease. Mm -hmm. At 18 cents a mile. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's at least a hundred dollars. At least a couple bucks. <laughs> so I got the minivan and now I get to cruise in style. And if I want to take a nap midday, I'm just going to hop in the back. If this van is a rocking, don't come a knocking. That's right. I got the vent shades. I'm going to nap and sleep with the everything. All right. You want to wrap it up? All right, bro. I was just thinking the same thing. I could use a nap. I got a bunch of labs to draw in the morning. This has been the on call podcast. Hope everyone had a good time listening to uh, Bedtime Stories for Jax. I'm going to do another one uh, either tomorrow or day after. I'm going to talk to my buddy Dave and see how he's like in nursing and see how his progress is going and his dreams coming true. And anything else you would like to add, my friend? Let's do an episode of Startup Takedown tomorrow. All right. We should nope, be able to that's do that it. easy peasy. All right. Hope everyone had a good time. Give a like and uh, check out the Twitter because I just sent a, uh, a post to a giveaway for an on-call pod mask. And uh, like and share it and leave a comment. And uh, I'll do the, one of the random number generators and get yourself a free mask. I'll even pay for shipping. All right. All right. Have a good night, guys. Night. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.